0: Hey all and welcome to Pain in the Pod. As always, I want to thank everyone for joining me here and also remind you that Pain in the Pod is now on Patreon. Over on Patreon, I post bonus content related to the podcast and bonus content not related to the podcast, such as an interview I did in LA with Amy Phillips or Doug Buden. Just go over to patreon.com slash pain in the pod and check out the different levels to support the podcast and get some fun bonus stuff. Thanks. That's the housekeeping. So now that the housekeeping's out of the way, I want to welcome today's guest. There's a hilarious podcast out there that has spun off in so many ways um, just to keep covering all of the reality shows that we, me, like to watch. The first version of it is Reality Cray Cray, and now we also have 90 Day Cray Cray, Love After Lockup Cray Cray, and I think there's a Married at First Sight Cray Cray. Just lots of craziness. So you know I love the silly reality shows and I cover them with Aaron Martin every week, so I love also hearing Kim and Kyle's outlook of the same shows. So welcome to the show, Kim and Kyle kyle
1: thank you so much for having us
0: was i right you guys have the main the main show and then the spinoffs and is
2: there a married at first sight one as well we decided not to continue with married at first sight cray cray because we didn't like the show (laughs) (laughs) okay because i never watched it and
0: i was like oh no does that mean i have to start watching that now
2: it wasn't for us yeah not for us
0: Okay. All right. Well, when I was, um, you know, just typing into my little podcast app, and I typed in "cray cray," and then I saw all the different ones, and I saw "married at first sight," and I was like, "How did I not know about that?"
1: Short lived. <laughs>
0: Short lived is it, it was a legend in its own time. Yeah. Okay, so I have a question for you guys because I know that I cover a lot of these shows, and it takes a lot of time to watch the show and take notes. Um, you know, no matter if you're diligent or just sort of, you know, f- winging it. So, But each of you have real jobs, correct?
2: We do. We have real jobs. We actually worked together for about five years, and that's how we know each other.
0: Okay. So you go to your real job, you come home, you watch a, a show or so, you take notes, and then you record. So that's like six shows to watch and do recaps and bonus content.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's a lot. Yeah, we, I mean, we anticipated originally that we would only have, you know, we started with actually 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray as our original show. And then oh. as we expanded, yeah, as we expanded out, we created Reality Cray Cray to kind of aggregate all of our content.
0: Okay. Um.
2: And so we originally started out just watching before the 90 days. And you know, that was our first season and we just that was about two hours of television and with, you know, we have DVRs, So without commercials, about an hour and 20. It's not a big deal now that we do um, classics, um, what we call classics, which are past episodes for Patreon. And we do, um, you know, 90 Day Fiance, the season that's on. But right now they're layering. They have Happily Ever After and the other way. So we have four hours of content plus the classic content. And, and Love After Lockup. Up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot so
1: it's a bare minimum of five a week now just to watch and take notes and you, you have to actively watch because you know it's it's ostensibly a comedy podcast right not only are we watching but we're trying to like take it in notice details write little jokes that we think of it's it's active watching for sure I I think I've only watched one episode where I was like you know what I'm gonna have a drink and I'm just gonna like zone out and watch this and it makes a huge difference if you take notes.
0: It absolutely does because I always have my laptop in my lap, you know, on the couch watching. Yeah. And when the family comes in, I'm like, pause. Nobody talk to me. I really am very interested in this, you know, guitar player strolling past uh, Chantel. <laughs> you know, but these are the things that make it funny that you have to take notes on.
1: Yeah. And, and Kim watches by herself. But I have... Uh, you know, guest stars that watch with me, (laughs) especially uh, my father-in-law is from Poland and he is, he is like, He's never actually been on the show, but he's a famous character on the show because I do his voice with a ridiculous accent. My wife loves reality TV, so she'll watch with me. So I'm watching, taking notes, trying to come up with jokes, and I have to listen to chatter in both my ears. It's like a little mini pillow talk at our house.
0: How do you um, do that? Because I have to pause a lot, because especially with some of the lines that are given that you really want to like make sure you can say it exactly right because it's so stupid. I have to pause and then go back and make sure I get it right. But I imagine if you're watching with someone else that would be super annoying
1: well that's the best part about doing the show with kim because i know if i miss a little detail she has not only taken even more studious notes than i but she's probably watched it four times to my one i no. watch it
2: twice yeah i usually watch it twice yeah wants <sighs> to take notes and wants to just watch it as a passive observer so that i kind of get the higher level stuff wow okay so that's a lot because I, I watch
0: everything once, but I do watch a lot of scenes over and over if I'm trying to really, you know, get the nuances of how Nicole is getting screwed over this week. Um,
1: so, I think so- I intentionally try to not think about it too hard. <laughs> like uh, I'll take like a I, I want to do more of a surface level understanding, do some jokes and then let Kim like really dive in and drive that conversation. Right.
0: Kim is like a door the explorer in that she knows everything about all these random towns around the world. <laughs> um, you know, it's like you know, for example, this Corey and Evelyn thing, which is on ninety Day Fiance. The other way, um, Inga Bao is the town in Ecuador, and you know. Kim will pop out with, well, that town is actually, you know, uh, 26 nautical miles south of the –
2: you're like, what? How do you know that? I've (laughs) been
1: there 16 times. i lived there for four months.
2: How do you know that stuff? I go deep on Google maps. I go really deep. <laughs> I can tell you all about like the Melita diner in Ingebao. I know all the streets. I just like <laughs> I spend, I've never actually been to Ingebao. I just, I don't know. I love like going deep on those little details. Like, okay, if Corey and Evelyn like bought property here and they own the bar here, like how does that logistically work out? I don't know.
1: And it's most of the time it turns out it makes no logistical sense because these people cannot make decisions to save their life about yeah, anything correct.
0: well yeah right.
1: especially financial financial decisions are like kryptonite <laughs> to these freaking people
2: <laughs>
0: that's
1: that's a great boy I, I
2: just i love catching them in the lies too like how you know one of the cast members also Corey, was saying you know we only have 90 days to figure out if we can get married and i deep dive into the consulate of ecuador and i'm like no he has 180 days not 90 this is bunch of bullshit Ah, (laughs) yes please feel free okay let it fly um yeah you can
0: imagine my producers going beep 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 no (laughs) no no, no no one's no one's doing that okay so i just let me get it straight so you put things on 90 day cray cray and like love after lockup cray cray and then you put them both on reality cray cray yes so if you just subscribe to reality cray cray you're gonna get everything everything but you everything might even, yeah but you might just watch 90 day and want to get that so that's why you would do it that way okay got
2: it yeah exactly and that's,
1: yeah i mean reality cray cray is essentially literally everything that we put out for the public it obviously doesn't include our our patreon bonus content but absolutely anything that's public is on that feed
0: Okay. All right. And so we were talking a little bit before we got started and uh, Kim is currently recording from her bed, um, which just makes me so jealous. I'm like, how can I figure out how to do that? It's got to get the right mic stand. Yeah. I'm imagining like you've got something that's like hanging from the ceiling, like right in front of your face and you just push it to the side and then go to sleep.
2: Oh, I would love that. No, I just have a, like a mic stand that has the arm on it and I just swing it around, um, you know, the side that's amazing um kyle what about you
1: i almost never record from home we've only done it a couple times but i i have a i'm lucky enough to have i share a home office with my wife and when i get to work from home which isn't that often these days but i just have a little mic set up the same exact mic we use for everything else attached to a little macbook and yeah just hanging out at home
0: yeah i mean that's what i do that, you yeah. know, for for most of my recordings, unless, you know, I'm traveling in person or um, get to interview somebody in D.C. OK, now, Kyle, my question for you is I don't find a lot of straight dudes that watch these, <laughs> these dumpster fire shows. So how did that come about?
1: Well, it turns out I actually don't like I would never I, I'm not ashamed to admit I would never watch any of these shows of my own volition. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I have definitely come to enjoy most of them just by doing this podcast. So I think that the fact that I am a straight male doing one of these podcasts is one of the reasons why it's popular, because it's actually like you said, it's like it's not a very common perspective to get. And when we started, the idea was, well, Kim loves these things. She's obsessed with these shows. I am going to hate watch all of this television, <laughs> right? Kind of come at it from that angle. Now, the the hate watching thing fluctuates based on the show. Some of them I I genuinely enjoy, like Love After. He Lock loves Up. the other way. Uh, I do. It's it's super <laughs> interesting to see all these other cultures. Um, but yeah, I'm just not a big reality TV guy because my my wife is. She's constantly watching all of this stuff, and so I'm kind of like numb to it and. Yeah, it was something that Kim got me into because she thought it would be super fun to do. We, we worked at the same job and then both quit for different reasons oh. over the course of a couple weeks. And it was a way for us to reconnect because we just always had so much fun at the couple jobs that we worked at together. Uh-huh. And yeah, it just took off as like a format because it was so different than any of the other reality TV podcasts out there.
0: Yeah. I imagine if I was to get my husband on, it would be a hate watch situation. And I think it would just continue to be hate because he just comes through the room and scoffs at me and, you know, makes disparaging comments about what I'm watching and then strolls back out. Yeah. Every every so often though, you'll know he'll make a little comment about a housewife or something. And I'll say, excuse me. And I can tell he's actually paying attention.
1: Right. It started off like pure hatred of all of it for sure. Yeah. But now I have definitely come to appreciate the like format and the production values and like the stories that they're trying to tell. But I certainly still detest almost every person that is actually (laughs) on the show.
0: Well, that's what makes it funny, I think. And uh, Kim knows I have a very, very strange affinity for Andre. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And oh, the worst. I know I'm the only person in the world and it's really more of a love hate. And I kind of feel like he, um, you know, gets a, a bad rap because she's so awful as well. I don't think we don't get to highlight how awful she is. Cause he is so awful. Whenever I, and I said this on my a podcast with Aaron this week, whenever I hear Andre now, I hear you doing Andre.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in Moldova child sleep on the concrete.
0: <laughs> what did Aaron said today that, when Andre was talking about his, he and his wife, you know, having the baby and just the two of them being in the room, which is fine. It's a completely fine sentiment to have, but because he sounds like Count Dracula, he comes ac- it comes across so aggressive no matter what he says. So what did Aaron say something like, what he means to say is, in Moldova, wife gives birth in the dirt on side of road and goes right back to, you know, picking the corn. Um, and she was <laughs> like, that's what he's trying to say. And that should, Libby should be able to give birth, get right back out selling those rental homes.
1: I think what That's he's crazy. trying to say is like, in in Moldova, wife, do whatever the fuck I say. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then we got to meet Stefan and, and now we're everybody's confused.
2: I know. He doesn't sound like Count Dracula at all.
0: No, he's a sweet baby angel.
2: Strangely. Yeah.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and talk a little more about these shows.
2: This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends you new cartridges, so you never have to think about ink. Save up to 50%. You'll pay less than $5 a month for ink and never run out again. Find out if your printer is eligible and enroll today at hpinstantink.com. Conditions apply. For details, visit hp.com/slash/Instant Spotify.
0: Okay, so we're back. So speaking of Ninety Day Fiance, okay. List the shows you cover, and then I imagine you're going to also be covering the Family Chantel. Mm.
2: No, we're boycotting Family Chantel. Um, really? So we cover? Yeah. I just I for me it's part of I that
1: like, real job thing.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah real
0: job got it got it got it.
2: It's part of that. And also, I mean, my I have been watching 90 Day Fiancé since season one. And I love the original. I love before the 90 days. I love the other way. Happily Ever After, meh, I'll watch it. But like the whole point is the kind of will they, won't they? Like, will they get married or won't they? Or with Happily Ever After, like, will they get divorced or won't they? Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I love seeing the other countries. I love seeing the other cultures. And um, Family Chantal doesn't have any of that. It's just her family just like. Screaming. It, for me, it falls into the Housewives category of reality TV. And I'm not into that type of reality television. There's two types of reality television. One in which you just follow people around like Kardashians, like Housewives, and nothing really happens. Right. And then the other one, which has like an end game that's like one of two outcomes is going to happen. Which will it be? I only like the latter. Okay. Okay. So you cover
0: all the 90 Day Fiances and love slash life after lockup. And
1: and we've taken just kind of experimental stints into a few other shows like the challenge uh seeking seeking sister wife love that um, married married at first sight like we said seeking sister wife is probably the close it's probably the one we would do most likely one we would do if we had more time yeah that's very on brand it follows like the exact same like Matt Sharp train wreck format you
0: know absolutely it does yeah. Aaron and I cover that as well. And I've loved that show. And, you know, RIP Bernie, but, uh, you know, I'm from that area where Paige and Bernie lived. So I was like a man on the street, you know, trying to like boots on the ground, like constantly trying to like a- accost people when I went home to be like, do you know these people? Do you know these people? People are like, hell no, we don't know them.
1: <laughs> Why would we ever talk to them? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my God. So the only show you really like just dropped, you just it was uh, married at first sight.
2: Yeah, we yeah. dropped that. We did. Um, I, uh, we put it on our Patreon, but p- Patreon, but publicly was we did the last um, season of Game of Thrones, and that's only because we were obsessed with Thrones. And oh was, yeah, uh, I, I
1: blocked yeah. that out.
2: I know because <laughs> we would do it at like five a.m. on a Monday. <laughs> well, and
1: I also, oh, I also fucking hated it with a fiery passion. I mean, you think yeah. that I? You think I hate watch reality TV? Where do you see me watching something that I used to love and now hate? <laughs> oh
0: okay so i've never watched game of thrones it's too late for me now i can't get into it don't try to talk me into it it's over but we won't. I, you know <laughs> i can't even
1: recommend it anymore that's the sad I know.
0: part so it went downhill for you and then you so you were rage watching it because off you a were cl- mad.
1: off a totally off a cliff
0: off a cliff okay well yeah. were you able to do any um british game of thrones accents because i find those enjoyable
1: I'm really not good at British unless it's intentionally incredibly absurd, like my John voice, yeah. um, which I think that he has actually grown to appreciate.
0: Oh, because John likes us now. Yeah, we're gonna get I to that. Know. We're gonna get to that because
2: I'm I'm dying to talk to you about that too. Um, <laughs> the um the only other show that we've dabbled with is I, da- I dabbled with the Bachelorette recap this season with oh. a different podcaster, but I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. Really, it's the mixture of Kim and Kyle that makes the podcast good, I've realized. Yes. And so, people, maybe it's
0: not necessarily what you're covering, it's just your friendship and your banter.
2: I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, I think we, we've so. known each other a long time. We come at things from very different perspectives, but we're, I think, Kim is super well traveled. I'm, you know, okay. And I think that lends color to, you know, we talk about different cultures all the time and we try to make it educational sometimes <laughs> uh it's like on love after lockup half the time we're talking about the parole system like it's it's actually interesting and like lawyers there's always like legal issues you're talking about you learn about visas and immigration law and all these interesting things that we get accused of being political about when it's just like literally the freaking show but um Anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, no, I um, I think that's another reason I really like Love After Lockup as well. Is because I'm a huge fan of Ear Hustle, the podcast,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that podcast. Uh, someone recommended it to me, and it had so many seasons. And it's kind of one of those things where you're like, oh my gosh, you have to start from the beginning, but it's such a uh, journey. It has completely blown my mind. It is so good. It's done from inside San Quentin. Oh, wow. It's great, y'all. It's great. It's so well done. And it was a woman there that was like a photographer that would go in every week to volunteer with the inmates. And she just came up with this idea to do this podcast from inside San Quentin. And she has a co-host. And his story is ever-changing, you know, how he's in the system. And it's very positive because I think that San Quentin, as far as prisons go, it's it's a pretty good one. And they go out in the yard and they interview people. I mean, they talk about what it's like to have the girlfriends on the outside. They talk about the food. They talk about your bunkie, your sully. You know, it's really, really perfectly done. I highly, highly recommend that. And then also it just has given me a, a, a good insight on um, love after lockup because I kind of know more what they're talking about. You know, why? why? Why do I need to know these things?
2: I don't know. I don't know, but I think it does split people like we like the evidence as we call it. You know, we like to kind of dig into the logistics and the details of you know legal system and visas. And some people get really into that, too. And some people like leave us reviews, like, can you stop talking about this crap and like get to the cast? so it's it's not for everybody, but we like it and <laughs> well, sometimes
1: it depends on the episode because you you know this. Some of these episodes, like two things happen. And so we, we have to fill time with things that are interesting to us. And I think one of the things that we don't listen too much to the noise because we, we really do this for fun at its core. We started this to just hang out together. And so what we, what we do, what we talk about on the podcast is just what's like interesting to us. Right.
0: Yeah. And I
1: think that is what Keeps us motivated to keep doing this for so many hours a week.
0: Totally. I, I, I tell you, I um, things are just so weird and different these days, and uh, like with the social media and stuff. And uh, so there's a couple on 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After now, Colt and Larissa. And there was an episode, an incident. I'm telling this for people who might not know. There was an incident where. She posted on social media, like from a laptop, that she was trapped in a bathroom, and her husband had taken her phone and cut off her Wi-Fi. But somehow she was using this laptop, and anyway, the police were called by somebody on social media, called the police in Las Vegas. So I just want to know if it was one of you that called the police. Oh, no. Dozens of people called the police. <laughs>
2: at least I would say at least four dozen people called the police, from what I can tell from social media. But we were we were Instagram like live. We weren't live in- we don't live Instagram because our. We never show our faces, but, um, we were definitely Instagramming about it while that was happening, um, for updates, but that was scary and a disaster, but I did not call the police.
1: (laughs) No, that, that crosses a line that we've established that we do not get him. I mean, we, we try not even to talk to the people on the show, much less get involved in, uh, in like ongoing domestic disputes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, we're going to take a break on that note because when we come back, I'm going to ask you about some of the cast members who have stalked you down.
1: Support for this podcast comes from Invent Together. According to studies, less than 13% of all inventors who hold a U.S. patent are women. Black and Hispanic college graduates patent at half the rate of their white counterparts. But we can fix that. the stronger and more successful our nation will become. What can you do to help diverse inventors patent and unleash economic opportunity? Find out at inventtogether.org. Learn more and take action
0: today. Okay, we're back. So I know that you guys get contacted a lot by the cast members of the show. Do you think it's they think, oh, Kim and Kyle are funny and they're on my side? Cause maybe yes. they haven't listened to all of it. And then once yes. they, then they get butt hurt when maybe you make fun of them.
1: Oh yeah.
2: That happens. Some people know the game, right? Like there's, um, from this season, from the other way, Laura of Lauren aladdin mm-hmm. Aladdin, however you say his name, she knows, like she knows what's up. Um, she's prepared for it. She Ange-
1: Angela, I think too.
2: Angela knows, but yes, there are definitely others. Um, steven and olga for example in the past that thought they were going to be buddy buddy with us and uh, Lita
1: was probably the most egregious Lita, example worst.
2: Ooh, yeah
0: so she lashed out at you guys specifically
1: she never really came after us but she was definitely someone that really tried hard at the beginning of the season before matt sharp made her looked out made her out to be the demon that she is mm-hmm. um when people kind of thought that she might be cool, and especially before the season, oh, man, she was all over us. Really? Constantly talking, trying to <laughs> be our friend. Laughing at all our jokes. Laugh- yeah. She's like, ha-ha, Kyle, you're so funny. Hey, can you make a meme of this? Like, she would be like, request <laughs> that I made memes with her. Um,
0: oh, no, Lita. And
1: then after, like, episode two, to her credit, she didn't completely shit a brick on social media. She just blocked us.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah, she doesn't come across as a um, s- stable person. Let's hear your best cast member story about someone either freaking out on you or, yeah, I think just freaking out
2: is what I want to hear.
1: I, I have one, two... but him. Do you want to? Do you want to start with you?
2: With Dickgate. Um. So there was a <laughs> cast two cast members, Fernanda and Jonathan, and they, uh, Fernanda, quote unquote, accidentally released a video on social media of her performing mm-hmm. oral sex on her oh, Jesus. husband and oh, you know Lord. I I did not watch this video to this day I have not watched it I will not watch it no hundreds of people have sent it to me I'm like no 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 and all I did was I posted an Instagram story that said I haven't watched the eggplant emoji and I am never going to and like hashtag 90 day fiance I don't even think I put their names in there and I got, immediately got a message from Jonathan threatening legal action, um, that he was going to sue me if I didn't take the story down. And, you know, he was nice about it, I, in quotes, nice about it. Like, he said, I know that your job is to create content, but, you know, I need you to take this down. He was very concerned about his image. And... Hmm. You know, hmm. you can't sue somebody for like posting a vague Instagram story with an eggplant emoji. So it, it,
0: Yeah. I um, you know, I was a very big fan of Jonathan. And I kind of thought Fernanda, I mean, you know, call me crazy. I thought those two were gonna make it. But um, you know, as Aaron says, um, you can't bring a teenager over here and expect her, you know, to <laughs> be your wife. I was like, Oh, I forgot about the teenager part. Um, yeah. What about you, Kyle?
1: So over Christmas, I was on a beach in Mexico <laughs> enjoying a drink, and it, I was on the beach. I had a cocktail in my hand, and John Walters sends oh. me a DM on Instagram, uh-huh. and he basically just launches into a, a, a tirade, calling me a cunt, calling me a raw, <laughs> yeah, you know, a fucking cunt raw, and he just yeah. goes on and on and on, and and I just kind of stopped him, and and we. I was like, what, what is your problem? Like, can we just talk about this? Because I've been making fun of him for months.
0: Well, everybody and, makes fun of him. And for people that yeah. don't know, he lives in London and cannot come to the United States to be with his wife yes. because of his criminal record. So that's, has, that's what he's working with.
1: He admittedly has been in 50 or 60 physical altercations. He has four or five arrests, like convictions. He poked so, somebody's
0: eye out or something. I can't
1: remember. He, yeah. He, fu- he fucking all gouged a <laughs> motherfucker. So he, he, he's not coming here for sure. He gets real angry on the internet. Oh, super angry. And so he was just on this drunken tirade. He's like, you want to go live with me? You want to go live with me? And, um, Eventually I calmed him down and we ended up having like a two and a half hour conversation about like cyberbullying on the
0: phone or on texting?
1: Just on DM. Okay. And it was the most surreal and bizarre conversation I've ever had in my life. He kept repeating himself. I mean, I honestly think that he has CTE because he plays he plays American football. And I think his like short term memory is just shot. And so he would repeat himself and make the same points over. He was basically trying to accuse me, someone that just talks shit on a reality TV podcast one hour a week about like people on a freaking Matt Sharp reality show of being a bully. And I was trying to explain to him, well, you put yourself on TV and I'm not really saying anything nobody else has said. It's just we have a bigger microphone about it and it's all good fun. And listen, like if anything, we're giving you more exposure
0: right because
1: his instagram is huge he's all over the internet i mean he he actually i guess quote unquote works pretty hard on his instagram he's always in everyone's comments hmm. um so i was just basically trying to convince him that this is a mutually beneficial relationship like i make fun of him he screams back and everyone's ha- <laughs> everyone has a good laugh um yeah at least he at least didn't- he didn't say
0: he hoped you would get cancer and die because that's he
2: likes to say that too yeah, you know, he he said some pretty nasty things to me over DM as well, but I just have to laugh at him.
1: Yeah, it got to the point where it was just bizarre and uncomfortable, and I was like, "Okay, John, I'm going to go back to drinking now. Goodbye."
0: <laughs> I-, I wanted to know what beach you were on.
1: Uh, we were in Cancun. I don't remember the Playa del something.
0: <laughs> okay, I, I, that's where I'm going next month. I'm so okay. Oh, no, this month. This month. Woo! Oh my gosh, I got awesome. really excited. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, that's one thing I want to because when I've been on, uh, I was on your Patreon with Kim, and she was, you know, alluding to these cast members reaching out, and some happy with you, and some not. And I was like, I gotta get the best stories out of them. <laughs> I uh, I don't know what I would do. I think I would just be like, you know, love you, girl. Thumbs up. I don't know what I would do with somebody like. Well, I don't know. it Leap listen generally. i I even like Andre, so you know
2: <laughs> my my uh, now I have just a across the board rule that I do not respond. So that makes it easy. We just don't respond. I get voicemails from Larissa all the time. I have like four voicemails from a few months ago of Larissa just like leaving me messages about her the details of her lip injections. And uh, I'm like, oh my uh, goodness. Uh, oh, and also Paul, um Paul, who we call Paul jokingly, yes. sent Pol. Kyle a video sent Kyle a video of his mom getting off a plane. It was like 30 seconds long, uh, absolutely no point to it.
1: Just no video context. Of his mom. No nope. context at all. And she's no in text. a wheel she was like in a wheelchair being helped off a plane and that was it. No sound. Sa- I mean, no sound. It was just getting off a plane.
0: Well, Kyle, he thought you must have some affinity for his mother, not to be confused with father, but mother. Father. Father says. Um, I think
1: that the implication must have been don't make fun of my mom because look, she's in a wheelchair. That's the only thing I could think. But I don't think we I've ever make fun said of his anything. Mom. No, I've never yeah. said anything. I mean, i said i didn't like her i thought she, I,
2: <laughs> well but, that's saying something
1: but you know that's pretty mild for me
2: yeah yeah i mean you kind think it's doesn't really like anyone so
0: it's a little <laughs> creepy that she gives him locks of her hair before he goes anywhere but besides little that, bit, little a
1: little bit a little bit
0: it's a little strange it's a little strange <laughs> Okay, so the aim of my uh, podcast is to highlight podcasts that I love so the world can love them like I do. So I like to talk to podcasters, but my my thing that I really think is fascinating about podcasters is what they also listen to, because it sometimes just completely blows my mind. Um, I, all I can imagine after this conversation is Kim only listens to podcasts about geography. And... Uh, <laughs> Kyle, yours might be like all about baseball. I can't quite tell. So tell me what podcast y'all listen to.
2: Mine are embarrassing. I just had to open up my um, my queue. I have a ton, so I'll, I listen to Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, yeah. He just released a new, uh, ser- a new series. I don't even know what it's Revisionist History is the podcast name. Yeah, I love Malcolm Gladwell, so I listen to that. I listen to Freakonomics. Um, I listen to some tech podcasts like Sleepwalkers and A16Z, which are probably not of interest unless you work in tech.
1: <laughs> and then
2: I have, like, the gamut of, like, Ben and Ashley, I, Almost Famous, Here to Make Friends, which is a Bachelor podcast. I love the Ringer Network. I love Bachelor Party. Juliet Littman is my podcasting hero. I love her. Um, and then, of course, Pink Shade. Um, I have eliza ask eliza anything which is eliza schlesinger and she's a hilarious comedian that i love
0: oh okay well i haven't heard of that one ask eliza anything that sounds i like things that are funny either it's got to be like super dark like all murder all the time or it's got to be funny
2: yeah, I also like Still Watching, um, which I l- used to listen to Joanna Robinson, who in my book is the best uh Game of Thrones recapper out there and she writes for Vanity Fair. But since Game of Thrones is over now, um I listen to Still Watching, which is her just other T V podcast, and right now they're doing big little eyes. <gasps> Ooh, okay, all right. I'm gonna write that one down too, making little notes here. All right, Kyle, what about you?
1: I don't have quite as extensive a list as Kim because I am a big audiobook guy.
0: Oh, okay. Um
1: my my commute used to be a lot longer when Kim and I worked together and now it's it's way shorter, so I scaled it down just to like a few core podcasts. The biggest one for me, it's very infrequent. It's like once every 6 months opening a present, but it's hardcore history with uh, Dan Carlin. Um he essentially does like mini audiobook format history podcasts that Uh usually are like one to six episodes long and each of them could be three hours minimum. And he's just such a fascinating narrator of like really interesting historical periods and events. He's not a historian, he's a journalist. And so his delivery is super engaging, fascinating. And just, he tries to relate it to individual human beings that would have lived in that time period instead of this happened and then this happened and this happened. Right. Mm -hmm, Right. so I love it. That's my favorite podcast. In terms of typical day-to-day stuff, I absolutely love uh, Preet Bharara's podcast, um, which you know he started after he was uh, unceremoniously fired by someone, uh-huh. and it's a legal podcast where he talks about kind of the events of the day from a former uh, U.S. attorney's perspective. Um, then, you know, for comedy, I listen to one podcast for just slapstick toilet humor just <laughs> ridiculous shit that is so vulgar and offensive but i love it it's your mom's house podcast your with, mom's uh, house yep with tom okay. segura it's 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 just one of those things it's kind of like a morning zoo radio it's it's like a lot like howard stern in that you kind of have to be into it uh-huh. and and it's inside joke after inside joke just forever but they're oh i think they're they've done over 500 podcasts they've been doing it for i think like eight years it's a husband and wife duo they're both comedians i think it's funny um and then as far as dark shit if i'm in the mood for that i listen to a podcast once in a while called sword and scale
0: yes very dark
1: is super super dark yeah yeah. So that, that's about it. Other than like serial format, like serial, yeah. um, <laughs> like, you know, released all at once podcasts. Yeah.
0: Um, hardcore history. My friend Chris is very into history stuff and he'll tell me things like, you won't believe it. I listened to a three hour podcast today about the, so is And I'll go you're killing me with this. It's like, I, I can't, I, I, and I, he's like, you don't know what you're missing. I'm like, Oh no, I got it. I went to college. I got it. I don't, yeah, <laughs> you but didn't
1: get it. You didn't get most of this. I promise. Like, but we're so, always uh, having
0: arguments about it. Yeah.
1: I, I even, <laughs> I can't believe she lets me get away with this. But sometimes on road trips, I will like put one of these on and my wife and I will listen to it. And it, you know what? It, it's a way to get the kid to shut the fuck up for a couple hours because <laughs> he just, he'll just he just talk and talk and talk for six. He's three and a half. So he will just talk the entire time right. for a three-hour road trip. And then I just say, okay, it's daddy's quiet time now. We're going to listen to history. And then I put it on the podcast and it's like kind of like solitude for me.
0: Does it put him to sleep, or do you put in earphones? I don't understand why does he stop talking just because your podcast
1: is on? Because he he'll listen. I mean, he's not happy about it, right? But <laughs> he will he will listen. And you know, he, if you look back in the back seat, he has this sour look on his face, like I can't talk right now. I hate it. <laughs>
0: That's what every three-year-old wants to listen to—is a three-hour podcast about history.
1: One hundred percent. It's <laughs> definitely for him.
0: That's hilarious. But you know what? I bet it's all sinking in. And by the time he's like in sixth grade, he's going to know everything.
1: Well, he, he already knows about the wholesale wholesale slaughter of the Han Chinese by the by the Mongols. So,
0: all right. <laughs> Excellent. See, I, I just glazed over. I just glazed <laughs> over. <I>
1: just glazed <laughs> over. Oh my
0: god. Well, look. There's that's why podcasts are so great, right? There's something for everybody. All right, so I want to appreciate, I want to appreciate, I want to thank y'all and tell you I appreciate you for joining me. Now, are you going to be recording another podcast tonight? Because we do have a show on tonight you could be watching. Or you do it in tomorrow the Tomorrow night. Tomorrow no, night. No, we're going to
2: do it tomorrow, yeah. So we wait until both shows, the Sunday night and the Monday night show are done, and then we do it all at once. Knock it all out at one time, got it. Well, yeah. yeah. tell
0: everybody where they can find you um, on social media and all about your various podcasts.
2: So we have our main account is at ninety day fiance Cray, Cray on instagram uh, that's where we have a majority of our social media content um I also have another account at reality Cray Cray that's for everything, not just ninety day and that's also on Instagram. I think I have a Twitter, but we don't really use it
1: and you. i'm I'm going dot Kyle and I use Instagram very differently. I will be on there like once a week and make a stupid meme. That's about <laughs> it
0: is going dot Kyle um, yeah. Like G O I N G.
1: Yep, All like right. you're going native. You're going Kyle. I don't
0: going know. Kyle. Like going rogue.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay, got <laughs> it. <laughs> and then um, our Patreon is patreon.com/slash/realitycraycray, and that's we post everything there, but also extended editions of our shows, bonus interviews, shows that no ads, need, no ads. Yeah. you know. Um, just everything possible you could imagine. And most importantly, we we cover like old seasons of 90 Day Fiance on there. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, like Kim has already watched all this, but I'm watching it with fresh eyes and a fresh perspective. And we cover basically the best of the best there.
0: Okay, got it.
2: Right. So and you then can- you can subscribe to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray, Reality Cray Cray, and Love After Lockup Cray Cray. All the places where people get podcasts.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. You guys are... Uh... You are chugging them out, man. Chugging them out. And I appreciate it. And again, every, every time you do the Andre voice, I want you to think of me and think <laughs> I how, definitely do. How much I love it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks to Kim and Kyle for joining me today. And don't forget, Pain in the Pod is also on Patreon. Check it out, patreon.com slash Pain and the Pod. And you can find me on all social media at Pain in the Pod. And reach out and let me know what you're listening to and let me know if there's anything you want me to listen to. Thanks.
1: Thanks, Mary Payne.
0: Thanks, Mary Payne.